We can have all of the stuff figured out, but that isn't enough. Growing a business is a combination of practical strategy and mindset. Because like I said, we can have all the practical stuff in place, but then if we're getting in our own way, well, we're not gonna implement things consistently. You are not unique for feeling fear. In fact, I think feeling a bit of fear is a really good sign. It shows that you've got skin in the game. It shows that you care. And more importantly, it shows that you are pushing yourself. When you ignore fear, you let it become this kind of scary, big black cloud. Whereas when you face fear and you really question, well, what am I fearful of? So often you realize how illogical it is. But what if we flipped that on its head and actually looked at other people's success as proof that it's possible? Before we get into this episode, I want to share about this week's partner. When I started my business, I made a big mistake when it came to visuals. I changed color palettes frequently, hand drew my logo, and even had a pink website, I know. I saw design as a fluffy extra, and as a result, struggled to build brand recognition and trust with my audience. Since then, I've thankfully learned how important it is to ensure that the way you look reflects who you are, and to be cohesive with every touch point. There's no denying it, visuals matter. But if like me, design just isn't your forte, how do you make sure you show up professionally and consistently? Well, that's where 99designs comes in. 99designs by Vista is a platform here to help you find professional designers from around the world to bring your brand to life through custom and memorable design. It's a bit like Hinge, but for design. So whether you're starting out and need a logo and brand identity or further along and need a social media banner or packaging design, 99designs will help you find your design match. There are two ways to do it. You can either launch a contest and be flooded with design ideas from around the world, or you can be matched with a designer to work with from start to finish across your project. I've recently launched my own contest to create a logo for one of my group programs, and it's been so fun to see the creative entries come in. I'm excited to have partnered with 99designs to get you £20 off your first contest. So to invest in risk-free professional graphic design, head to the link in the show notes or to 99designs.com forward slash Alice to get started today. Now let's get on with the episode. Welcome to week three of summer school. You're listening to episode number 196 of Starting the Conversation. I'm your teacher, Alice Benham. And this week, we're going to be talking about how to show up confidently. Now, I know this is a huge topic and definitely not one I can completely solve for all of us within the next 20 minutes. However, I am going to try my best because when it comes to running a business, we can have all of the practical stuff figured out. We can have a clear mission, a really compelling brand, great vision visuals, a marketing strategy, systems and processes. We can have all of the stuff figured out, but that isn't enough. Growing a business is a combination of practical strategy and mindset. And when I say mindset, all I'm really talking about there is kind of us as the business owner, how we're showing up, our beliefs, our thoughts, our feelings. You'll know my main focus when it comes to my work is in the strategy, comes in the job title. I'm a business and marketing strategist, but I can't ignore the role that mindset plays because like I said, we can have all the practical stuff in place, but then if we're getting in our own way, well, we're not gonna implement things consistently. The goal of your business foundations, which is a lot of what we're talking about over summer school, is not that you have foundations. 
It's that you build on top of them. And building on top of your foundations looks like taking action. And our mindset is what helps us to take action. An element of mindset that I want to more specifically talk about here is fear. I know so many of us who run businesses will resonate with feeling fear. The first thing I want to acknowledge is that fear is a really normal part of running a business. One of the worst things that you can do in business is assume that you're the only one. When you think you're the only person who feels fear, you start to see it as a red flag. You think, oh gosh, okay, no one else feels fear who runs a business. So I'm going to wait till I no longer feel fear before I get started. Or, oh my gosh, I seem to be the only one who's scared. Obviously that means I'm a bad business owner and this whole plan is doomed and I should just stop today. You are not unique for feeling fear. In fact, I think feeling a bit of fear is a really good sign. It shows that you've got skin in the game. It shows that you care. And more importantly, it shows that you are pushing yourself. We feel fear when we are doing things that we don't yet know we're capable of. And isn't that just every day when you run a business? All of us who run businesses, we are believing in a future that we don't yet have the evidence for. We are setting goals for things that we've not yet achieved. We're trying to go places that we haven't already gone. So of course there's gonna be a bit of fear because there's uncertainty, there's self-belief needed. Although I left school early, one of my favorite topics when I was at school was psychology. And ever since leaving school, it's one of the topics that I've come back to most frequently because I find it so interesting to understand understand how our human psychology affects the way that we run our businesses and affects our experiences. Fear is a really fascinating topic because fear is not the existence of something bad. It's the possibility of something bad happening. If we think about where our brains have been wired from, we're going to think back to the days that we lived in caves and the fear that we felt was of our whole family being eaten by a pack of bears. I mean, that's a pretty valid fear, right? That is something we should be fearful of. We should listen to that fear. But it's different these days. When we feel fear about stepping up on a stage to talk about our businesses or putting ourselves online or just setting a big goal and really going after it, the thing that we're fearful of is not quite the same as our whole family being killed by a pack of bears. But our brains don't really see the difference. Our brains are hardwired to remove us from a situation when we feel fear. But as I said, fear is not only normal, but it's often a good sign. So what we've got to think about is how do we feel the fear and do it anyway. I don't mean to sound like a Pinterest quote there, but honestly, I think that's what it comes down to. One of my biggest lessons around fear is that the only way to push through it is to be more motivated by the end result than by what could go wrong. I wanna say that again. In order to push through fear, you have to want the possibility of what could go right more than you're scared of the possibility of what could go wrong. Fear shows up in so many different ways for all of us. Maybe it's fear of failure, fear of looking stupid, fear of getting it wrong. Maybe it's fear of success. That's definitely something I notice in myself and in other business owners, particularly as you begin to get more established. I often notice a lot of the time that fear comes from a place of ego because we care so much about how we look and how we do and what others think of us that we then develop fears around those things. And the way that fear manifests for all of us is going to look really different. If you notice that you're a real perfectionist, I'm going to guess that some of that perfectionism comes from a place of fear of failure because you're so, so desperate to get things right. You're so fearful that you might get things wrong, that you want to perfect something before you put it out into the world. Or for you, fear might show up as procrastination. Perhaps you're so fearful of achieving something or of what people might think of you that you just keep procrastinating and distracting yourself from what you need to do 
so that you don't have to face the fears and do the scary thing. Again, normalizing this. This is something we all feel as business owners. And before I get into some key reminders for you, I want to encourage you to think about what the fear is really of. When you ignore fear, you let it become this kind of scary, big black cloud. Whereas when you face fear and you really question, well, what am I fearful of? So often you realize how illogical it is. If your fear is of what might happen by putting yourself out there. Let me give a personal example here. I felt fear showing up on TikTok. You'll have heard in the episode that I did a few weeks back with Lucy Hitchcock, I felt so much fear around showing up on TikTok because I was scared. Well, what if nobody cares? What if my TikToks are rubbish? What if people think it's silly? What if I don't get any engagement? Sounds silly, right? But that was a very real fear for me, so much so that the only way I got started on the platform was publicly declaring that I was going to do it so all of you listeners could keep me accountable. When I really thought about it, well, what's that fear of? Fear that I'm going to post a video and it's not going to get any views, likes or comments. Okay, let's think about that reality. If that happened, what would happen? My business would still be here. My clients would still be there. Nothing would have really changed. Nobody would die. Everything would be all right. Question the fear. What is the fear really of? And it becomes so much easier to push through it because you realize it's not quite as scary as my whole family being eaten by bears. Maybe that's a reality that I just about could cope with if it were to go wrong. I'm going on a bit of a tangent here. I just meant to talk about fear as a bit of an intro because what I want this episode to share with you is five reminders, five tips, five lessons that can help you to push through the fear and show up confidently. These will likely be things that you've heard before, but we all need these simple reminders. And this might be an episode that you want to come back to anytime you need to be reminded of these truths. The first thing I want to remind you of is that everything in business is a muscle. One of the worst things you can do is assume that you're just not good at something before you've even tried it. That would be like me saying, I'm just not a runner. But when you ask me, well, have you ever done couch 5k? Have you ever bought some running shoes? Have you ever just tried? Have you ever watched a video on how to run? And I went, no, no, I've not tried. I'm, I'm just not a runner. Running is a muscle. Being good at running is a skill set. It's something you have to develop. It's something you have to grow. And it's the same in business. I see it a lot when it comes to showing up online. People say, oh, I just can't do it. I'm just not good at creating content. I'm just not confident at doing whatever. It's a muscle. Confidence itself is a muscle. I can give an example here, me showing up on this podcast. If you go back and listen to my early episodes, first of all, God help you because they are awful. Second of all, actually, yeah, God help you because they're a great example of how everything in business is a muscle. And I didn't wake up one day confident and clear as a podcast host. I had to develop this as a skill set. If you wait until you feel completely confident and good at something, you're going to be waiting a really long time because the only way to get good is to start practice and to keep going. So that's the first reminder I want to give you. Everything in business is a muscle. And actually, it's the same with pushing through the fear. The more you push through the fear, the easier it gets over time. The second tip I want to give you is to look at other people's success as proof that it's possible. It can be really easy to look at what other people are doing and use it to fuel our fear. Maybe we have the fear that we're not going to succeed. And we look at people in our industry who are, I don't know, making loads of money, winning awards, who are going viral with their content. And we can take that and go, well, yeah, this is just more evidence that I'm not going to succeed because look how well this person's doing. But what if we flipped that on its head and actually looked at other people's success as proof that it's possible? 
people. Ultimately, that's what other people's success is. Me growing this podcast is not proof that you can't do it yourself. In fact, it's the opposite. It's proof that you can do it. It's a reframe. Every time you see other people doing things that you want to do, that's actually not a reason that you can't do it. That's an amazing example of what it looks like to be able to do it. There's a lot that you'll be able to learn from what other people have achieved, which might be similar to what you want to achieve. And it's a great piece of evidence. Like I said at the start of this episode, business is hard because we're always believing in results that we don't yet see are possible. My editor is going to laugh whilst I say this point, but one of my inspirations when it comes to this podcast is Stephen Bartlett. We refer to him as Stevie B in the team. Now, you know, I'm not a fan through and through, but I really respect what he's done with this podcast. I find it incredible how mainstream he's made conversations about business. Stephen Bartlett, for me, is proof that it's possible. When I think, oh, maybe it's just not possible to grow a business podcast to be that big, Stephen Bartlett, proof that it is possible. There's a second reminder, look at other people as proof that it's possible rather than as a reason to say that you can't do it yourself. The third tip I want to give you for when you're feeling the fear and you need to show up more confidently is to make the action easy. What I mean by this is to take away as much thinking as possible. I see this happen so often in my own business and also with my clients, where we leave it up to ourselves to not only do the things, but also figure out what we need to be doing. If you're feeling some fear, let me give you an example here. Let's talk again about me using TikTok. I was feeling a lot of fear around TikTok and I didn't make the action easy. I didn't have some videos that I could use. I didn't have a plan. I didn't have any ideas. The action wasn't easy. So of course I was going to find it even harder to push through the fear. I had a conversation with a client the other day who was really struggling with pitching for new opportunities. And I said, well, do you even know which opportunities you want to pitch for? She was like, well, no. And I was like, well, that's probably part of the reason that you're consumed by fear. Action isn't easy. You haven't made it clear for yourself what you need to do. Most of the time, this is about making a plan. If there's something that you want to do, but you feel a bit scared about that thing, I promise you having a plan is going to make it so much easier for you to push through the fear and still do the thing. Because you can almost then be on autopilot and still do it even though it might feel a bit scary so making the action easy really helps and this links into my fourth reminder I want to give you is to take the pressure off. When you take action, one of the worst things that you can do is have super, super high standards of what it has to result in. Now, what I'm not saying here is have low standards and don't care about what happens and just, you know, don't set goals, just, just see what might come. You know that I'm a big believer in goal setting and having that as a focus, but I believe in goal setting with a little bit of flexibility around it, especially when you're starting out with something new. If you you put a ton of pressure on yourself to perform at a certain standard, for most of us, that is going to be demotivating instead of motivating. When we're already feeling fear, when we're already worrying about doing something wrong or failing or looking silly, and then we put pressure on top of that, just going to make it that bit harder to push through that fear. Especially when you're starting something new, I'd encourage you don't care about the results for a bit. Every time I try something new in my business, whether it be a new type of content, a new platform or a new strategy, I don't really care what happens for a little while. I just focus on doing the thing. Because I know for me that once I do the thing for a while, then I get to a place where I can actually start thinking about making it excellent or improving what it is that I'm doing. 
If you want to be a really fast marathon runner, goal number one is not to be a really, really fast runner. Goal number one is just to be a runner and then you get fast and then you get good. So take the pressure off and you'll find it so much easier to take those first few steps. And to make those first few steps that bit easier, that leads me to my fifth reminder and tip for you, which is to gather the positive evidence. Our brains love evidence. And when we feel fear, what our brains are always looking for is evidence to either prove or disprove that fear. I mentioned it earlier, if we're feeling the fear that we can't succeed, and then we take the evidence of someone else succeeding to say, oh no, yeah, we definitely can't succeed. Take a guess at what you're most likely to do. You're probably most likely to procrastinate or not do that thing because the fear has been backed up by quote unquote evidence. Now we can use this in a positive way. We know that our brains like evidence. So what does it look like to gather positive evidence. Every time I get a testimonial from a client or I get a kind message from someone that I've worked with or a listener of this podcast sends me a DM or an email saying, I really loved this episode and here's what I thought was great. Do you know what I do? I screenshot it and I put it in a happy folder. And that happy folder gives me the positive evidence anytime I need it. If I feel scared about showing up online, if I feel scared about putting myself out there, I remind myself of that evidence. And that evidence makes it that little bit easier to push through the fear. This could also be evidence of your success as a business. You know, having a place where a lot of your statistics are stored is not just great for tracking metrics and improving over time, but also for having some evidence. Show yourself the money that your business has made. Show yourself the kind of opportunities that you have generated, the kind of clients that you've been working with. Heck, go and read some of your website if you need to be reminded of why you're great. When we look at evidence that works in our favor instead of the fear's favor, it's so much easier to show up confidently and take the action. And that is what I'd like you to do for your homework this week, to create an evidence bank. Maybe for you, it's a folder in your emails. Maybe for you, it's a folder in your inbox. Every time you get a kind email, you pop it in there. Maybe like I have, it's a folder in your phone photos. So you screenshot everything and put it in there. Maybe it's something on your desktop. I don't care how you do it. Maybe it's just a list that you add to. I really don't care how you do it, but that evidence bank will really serve you. My friend Ellie from The Enthusiast talks about it as a thank bank. And if you know what it is that that is rhyming with, I hope you'll agree with me that that is just a fantastic way of looking at your evidence bank. Create a thank bank, which you can go to anytime you need to see all of that positive evidence. And I promise it will serve you so well anytime that you feel the fear, but you need to do it anyway. I hope you've enjoyed this lesson. I hope it's brought you a reminder or maybe something that might help you move forwards in your business. I'll be back next Tuesday for week number four of summer school, where we're going to be talking about all things money. This is always a hot topic. So make sure you subscribe wherever you're listening and go and create your thank bank. You'll thank me later. And give it in my thank bank. Thank bank inception. I feel like this is a tongue twister. Thank bank, thank bank. Before you go and action what you've learned in today's episode, let me remind you about this week's partner. When I started my business, I made a big mistake when it came to visuals. I changed color palettes frequently, hand drew my logo, and even had a pink website. I know. I saw design as a fluffy extra, and as a result, struggled to build brand recognition and trust with my audience. Since then, I've thankfully learned how important it is to ensure that the way you look reflects who you are, and to be cohesive with every touch point. There's no denying it. Visual 
visuals matter. But if like me, design just isn't your forte, how do you make sure you show up professionally and consistently? Well, that's where 99designs comes in. 99designs by Vista is a platform here to help you find professional designers from around the world to bring your brand to life through custom and memorable design. It's a bit like Hinge, but for design. So whether you're starting out and need a logo and brand identity or are further along and need a social media banner or packaging design, 99designs will help you find your design match. There are two ways to do it. You can either launch a contest and be flooded with design ideas from around the world, or you can be matched with a designer to work with from start to finish across your project. I've recently launched my own contest to create a logo for one of my group programs, and it's been so fun to see the creative entries come in. I'm excited to have partnered with 99designs to get you £20 off your first contest. So to invest in risk-free professional graphic design, head to the link in the show notes or to 99designs.com forward slash Alice to get started today. Thank you.